Hi there, this is Taylor checking in with some conservation news from the past couple weeks for Pelicanus and intentional ecology. Working in the environmental field is an experience of some very high highs and some low lows. As always, there are horrendous environmental stories that deserve our attention, action, and mobilization, but it is our opinion that you can find those headlines in many places. But there are also empowering and inspiring stories that demonstrate major conservation successes from around the globe, achieved by real people who have grouped together to create a better planet. We've been collecting these stories and messages every week for years, and I'm still surprised at how resilient and creative both nature and humans are when facing big challenges. Hi everyone. We've got nine big headlines for today's Pelicanus News. There were um, so many amazing stories that it was actually difficult to get it down to nine. Um, But I have categorized them into the Arctic, divestment, drawdown, and technology. These, um, These stories are truly wild. And they're also reminders to me that conservation success comes in all forms. So let's jump into our first category of the Arctic. This one's coming uh, from a press release, actually, from the Center for Biological Diversity. Court rejects White House Arctic drilling proposal in, quote-unquote, huge victory for polar bears and our climate. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit rejected the White House's approval of the first offshore oil drilling development in federal Arctic waters. Hillcorp Alaska received approval in 2018 to build and operate the controversial Liberty Project, an artificial drilling island and underwater pipeline that would risk oil spills in the sensitive Beaufort Sea and threaten polar bears and Arctic communities. The lawsuit was brought by the Center for Biological Diversity, Friends of the Earth, Greenpeace, Defenders of Wildlife, and Pacific Environment, all represented by Earth Justice. This is a huge victory for polar bears and our climate, said Kristen Monsell, Ocean's legal director at the Center for Biological Diversity. This project was a disaster waiting to happen that should never have been approved. Really happy to see that. Um, Also in the Arctic, uh, Sierra Club is reporting that with Bank uh, Bank of America refusing, now every major bank has ruled out of funding Arctic drilling. Bank of America has reportedly joined its peers and ruled out funding for new drilling in the Arctic, including the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, Chase, Wells Fargo, and Citi have all announced similar policies this year. Bank of America has faced mounting pressure in recent months from indigenous communities, environmental advocates, and shareholders to follow suit. The White House is racing ahead with plans to hold a lease sale in the delicate coastal plain of the refuge in the final days before President-elect Biden's inauguration. But industry analysts have raised questions about whether oil companies or the financial institutions that fund them will be interested in making such a risky investment. Biden has pledged to protect the Arctic refuge from drilling. Similarly, in the divestment category, New York Times is reporting that New York's $225 billion pension fund is dropping fossil fuel stocks. 
New York's pension fund, one of the world's largest and most influential investors, will drop many of its fossil fuel stocks in the next five years and sell its shares in other companies that contribute to global warming by 2040. With $226 billion in assets, New York's fund wields clout with other retirement funds, and its decision to divest from fossil fuels could accelerate a broader shift in global markets away from oil and gas companies, energy experts and climate activists said. The announcement came months after the fund moved to sell its stock in 22 oil companies. New York City, San Francisco, Washington, and several smaller cities have also adopted fossil fuel divestment programs, but New York State's commitment to an even more sweeping plan is more significant, especially given the state's centrality to the global financial markets. And according to Time.com, uh, the UK is doing something similar. The UK to halt subsidies for fossil fuel projects abroad. The UK government will end taxpayer-funded support for fossil fuel projects in other countries. Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced in the hopes of setting a global example as the country prepares to host a UN climate summit next year. Wealthy countries continued financial support for companies taking part in oil, gas, and coal projects in developing countries has become a source of controversy at a time when governments are touting climate commitments at home. Climate campaigners argue that by backing investments in overseas fossil fuel projects, developed countries are not only betraying their own climate commitments, but helping to lock poorer countries into long-term use of polluting energies. To the drawdown category, this one is out of zmescience.com. Japan plans to join the pack and ban sales of new gasoline cars by 2030. Japan will soon join the growing list of countries set to ban sales of new gasoline engine cars. The new policy, which should be announced as soon as next week, would ban sales by the mid-2030s, encouraging instead the use of electric or hybrid cars across the country to lower the country's carbon emissions. Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga wants to accelerate the decarbonization of the automobile industry as part of the country's climate goals. Japan has already committed to being carbon neutral by 2050, in line with the Paris Agreement on Climate Change. Speaking of which, out of theguardian.com, New Zealand declares climate emergency and has pledged to go carbon neutral by 2025. New Zealand has declared a climate change emergency and committed to a carbon neutral government by 2025 in what Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern called one of the greatest challenges of our time. A motion tabled in Parliament recognized the devastating impact that volatile and extreme weather will have on New Zealand and the well-being of New Zealanders on our primary industries, water availability, and public health through flooding, sea level rise, and wildfire. This one is coming out of mining.com. Pakistan will not approve new coal power plants. Pakistan's Prime Minister Imran Khan announced that as part of a number of efforts to counteract the effects of climate change, his administration will not approve new coal-fired power generation projects. We have already scraped two coal power projects which were supposed to produce 2,600 megawatts of energy, and we've replaced them with hydroelectricity, Khan said during his address at the uh, Climate Ambition Summit. 2020, which was hosted virtually by the United States, uh, or sorry, by the United Nations, the United Kingdom, France, Chile, and Italy. 
Khan also talked about indigenous coal and said that his government has decided to support initiatives related to producing energy from coal to liquid or coal to gas so that the fossil fuel doesn't have to be burnt. We have also decided that by 2030, 60% of all energy produced in Pakistan will be from clean energy, renewables, and also 30% of all of our vehicles will be powered by electricity, the prime minister said. All right, last category uh, in technology. Uh, this one's coming out of utilitydive.com. U.S. battery energy storage deployments shatter record in quarter three with 7.5 gigawatts projected by 2025. A record-breaking 476 megawatts of storage resources were deployed in the U.S. in the third quarter of 2020, a 240% increase over the previous record, which was set in the previous quarter, uh, a report from the U.S. Energy Storage Association found. The domestic energy, sorry, the domestic battery energy storage market is set to grow sixfold to a total of nearly 7.5 gigawatts with a $7.3 billion annual market by 2025, predominantly due to large-scale utility procurements, most of which will be paired with solar resources, according to the report. They don't go into why this is really important, um, but I'll just touch on it for a second here. Uh, one of the limitations to transitioning to solar energy is the, um, uh, the challenge of storing that energy. And so there, it ends up becoming a bottleneck. And so it decreases the ability for growth in that industry, uh, solar industry. So the fact that this is just skyrocketing um, allows for more investment and more development of, into solar which is a move away from fossil fuels. All right, last one out of China. ScienceAlert.com is saying that China just powered up its artificial sun fusion reactor. China successfully powered up its artificial sun nuclear fusion reactor for the first time, state media reported, marking a great advance in the country's nuclear power research capabilities. The HL2M Tokamak reactor is China's largest and most advanced nuclear fusion experimental research device, and scientists hope that the device can potentially unlock a powerful clean energy source. It uses a powerful magnetic field to fuse hot plasma and can reach temperatures of over 150 million degrees Celsius, approximately 10 times hotter than the core of the sun. The development of nuclear fusion energy is not only a way to solve China's strategic energy needs, but also has great significance for the future sustainable development of China's energy and national economy, said the People's Daily. Um, again, this one is um, this one's a little bit challenging uh, to, to get your head around, um, especially if you don't support nuclear power as part of the uh, portfolio for moving away from fossil fuels. But this kind of technological advance is really important for understanding energy development. And the fact that China and a few other countries have really been pushing this is really fascinating for a few reasons. But one, that they're actively looking for ways to move away from fossil fuel energy. So I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to the middle of your month, and um, I look forward to sharing more in the future.